Well, so it begins. Uh, we've become roaming yogis without a home today. Uh, we are remote on a sunny day here in Atlanta, um, drinking a cup of coffee and having our conversation about spirituality. Kind of where it where, all yeah. started, the beginning of it all was over coffee, having conversations. Uh, and then over time we decided to take it out to the mainstream, sell ourselves out, and we call this thing No Expectations, the podcast. Uh, and that's what I want to talk about today, is No Expectations. Um, it seems fitting after recording 10 episodes to... Yeah, okay. <laughs> Again, No Expectations. <laughs> no, none. Um, I think what we wanted to do when we set out to, to kind of brainstorm this, this podcast was have conversations that were unedited, that were unscripted, that were raw, and was the exploration of spirituality on a very simple and open level. Yeah. And yeah, and exploring all those things without the the, the terminology, without um, you know, without limitations, and without expectations. Yeah, and making it a tangible conversation relatable and some of the I don't know I I often found spirituality to be the terms and the phrases to just kind of sometimes I just felt so lost like I just it was yeah. above my head yeah I think that's a lot of a lot of times you know people they they want to start a spiritual journey they want to start to educate themselves on those things and they'll go to the bookshop and they'll pick up a book you know you know, yoga for dummies or Buddhism for dummies, and it just—it's difficult to get into. Mm -hmm. They just struggle. There's so much. It's so weighty. It's so heavy, and it's hard to find their way in there. And um, that's what we're trying to here to, to help is to kind of cut through all that stuff. Yeah. And just have a conversation. So it's going to be a challenge today. I'm going to be honest. We've got a lot of distractions There's going on around. There's a lot us. happening. Um, so we're going to see how this goes today. Yeah. All right. So we're back talking about no expectations. What are they to you, Jen? What's that like? No expectations. I think that it is, um, I, I guess, if you look in terms of having expectations, is uh, our experiences, you know, things we go through, people in our lives, who we are, ego tells us that if this happens then this might happen so in order to prepare for that make a plan if you have an expectation maybe you can control the outcome so maybe you can feel like you have some power in, in the future and yeah our histories help create that those expectations is it is it is it possible to live without expectations probably not I mm, think yeah it's, mm. you know our daily lives are are filled with things that um we expect, you know, um, if we go to the grocery store, we expect to find bananas there. Yeah. I mean, just as a simple expectation, simple, like, based on our history of every time we went to the grocery store, there were always bananas. So we want those that same kind of security mm -hmm. in everyday situations, right? And yeah. so our mind wants to build these uh, scenarios to protect ourselves, knowing based on our history, our past, that when we do this, this, and this, this is what we get. Yeah. And, you know, like having expectations is living in the future. It's... Right. It's... Living in the future based on the past. Yeah. 
yeah. a constant like ping pong, ping pong. This right. happens, so let's think about this. And that seems like that seems hellish. Yeah, it is. Right. It's it's it's. And I think the opposite of having expectations would be being in the moment, right. living. You know, yeah. from a Buddhist perspective, we think about um, this creating expectations is a, a, a developing of the wanting mind, which is not something we should be creating. We want to be here present in this moment, not thinking about all the things that I need. Yeah. All the things that fill me up or don't fill me up. And that becomes challenging and it becomes a struggle and I, I think a few ways to start to learn to accept your life as it is is to think about limiting your desires mm-hmm. we probably had this conversation in other episodes it's like um, not everything you don't need to have everything all at once or you don't need to have everything yeah. just be content with the things that you do have um, you know separate your wants from your shoulds Mm -hmm. shoulds are just somebody else's expectations wants are your core values like i want to sit and drink a cup of coffee and just enjoy myself right no expectation to see what happens open myself to new possibilities but by limiting all of that stuff that we don't need doesn't that help us Mm -mm. yes yeah yeah i mean any tool that you are resource or you know thought process that you can use that allows you to reassess and be in this moment it's going to make living limitless easier not easier shedding desires it's like that's the point here it's like if you don't have a bunch of if you're not chasing a bunch of stuff it becomes a whole lot easier in my opinion Mm -hmm. to um be present yeah to your point right Mm -hmm. I also think that uh, saying enough is enough. Like, what you have is enough. Yeah. And I talked about that in the blog post on noexpectations.me. Check new, it out. New website. Um, in, in eight ways to wake up a great person was look around at what you have and, and say, this is enough. This is all I need. I don't I need. really need to have more. And don't complain about that you didn't get enough or this, you know, that you need more. Be, just be content with those things. Yeah. It's so hard because there's always a need, you know, or our physical needs, our human needs, but it's hard to draw the line of like, well, like, I've worked really hard for this job and this career. Yes, I want to get paid for it. So that brings up a <laughs> A thought that I have had a lot lately, it's, do you eat food to take a shit? No. Okay. Is that the purpose of eating? No. Right. It's not. So why do we think every experience has to have some outcome? I only work to get paid. Do I actually work because I enjoy it? Does it fill me up? Does it create, like... Uh, community for me where I experience things where I'm you know learning new things mm-hmm. challenging myself yeah. or am I simply just showing up for a paycheck well there, there's some lifestyle sustaining too that, I'm not saying yeah, that yeah. I'm not saying that but but if we boil down every situation into I'm only doing this yeah. for this outcome mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. what are we doing yeah if you're simply just eating to take a shit 
that's not what this is for. Yeah. Whether you're going to school, if you're going to school just to make passing grades, or are you actually there to learn? Right. Or are you there just to make passing grades so you can get a job to make money? And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, let's um, pull that back and understand why we're doing stuff, being aware of it, and so we don't fall into those traps of, well, I do this and expect that. Yeah. Well, I mean, is there a, like a, where, where's the line drawn between having goals and like, challenging yourself to meet these goals? Like, can you have a goal without an expectation? Yeah. I think, but the act, we, we create a, a finish line and what that looks like for ourselves, right? It's so fine to have a goal, like if you want to complete a race, but what's at the end of the race? Is it a bunch of cheerleaders and your family at the end of the race and they're like wrapping you in a, in a blanket and, and giving you a trophy? Is that you creating this scenario of an expectation yeah, yeah. or are you just finishing it? Because I, yeah. You're just finishing it. Yeah. Um, so enough is enough. Yeah. As we sit there with a cup of coffee that's the size of our head. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's worth it. Um, I think taking responsibilities for your own actions help kind of cut away the expectations. right? So you're not expecting somebody else to fill you up. Mm -hmm. So back to the whole thing about the job. Like, I do the job because I want to do the job. I don't do the job because I want. I expect my boss to compliment me. Go, Hey, Andrew, you did a really nice job today on this project, da da da. Yeah. Can't ha I can't work with that. And, you know, taking taking responsibility, owning each situation, and not blaming somebody else for it. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, well, I was expecting you to do this, and when you didn't do that, I, I yeah. didn't get what I wanted. Yeah. So, owning it, it's, pulling yeah. it back into yourself, and um, that kind of helps cut away some of that expectation. Yeah. What else you got? Um, when I was preparing for this topic, you see a lot of um, the phrase, no expectations, no disappointments. Mm. And I, it, it almost feels like a, an arrogance or like a lowering of standards in a way. So if you, if, you know, I remember the first time I came out to uh, some people I was close to that I was I was marking my life with a new mantra that was arrive every day without expectations, and mm -hmm. I you know might have said it differently, but I remember the response I got was, "You just yeah lower your expectations, and that way you, you just setting the bar really low for you know you as a human or me as a friend. It it, it just it was a, a very negative connotation." Mm -hmm. um, no disappointments can't hurt me. <laughs> right. And I think, you know, we no expectations is not giving up. No, yeah. It's, it's not, not lowering a standard to no. like... It's not just like, okay, I'm just going to see what happens here. It's just like not letting your mind create a scenario that's unrealistic. Yeah. Because at the end, maybe you will be, you will be disappointed. And then if you continue to build all of that stuff and you continue with your disappointment... And where are you? Mm -hmm. It starts to create something else and something probably a little uglier and a more deeper yeah. level. Um, I also want to think that you can't let others put expectations on you. Is that difficult? I think about all the relationships I have, whether they be personal or uh, professional. Like I'll just, mm -hmm. for example, from me for a professional standpoint, 
as a as a yoga teacher, there's a stereotype, there's a cliche of this is how you're supposed to be, mm -hmm. right? Like people have this this envision in their yeah. mind of what that looks like. The physical, mental, like, energy wise. The energy wise, the way you speak, and most uh, and a lot of experiences in my in my career as a teacher. It's people who meet me for the first time. They have this expectation. This guy's supposed to be super chilled out and mellow and, like, just give me, you know, like, lean into all my aspirations and mm. be super supportive. And when I don't do that, they get upset. And I don't meet their expectations. Yeah. And they're like, well, this guy's horrible. You're not like my other yoga teacher. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. This one guy, it's, you know, this other person, she was so sweet. And, the, you know, their expectations... And you can't be chasing other people's expectations because you'll always, that's impossible to meet that. Yeah, yeah. And so we have to think about those uh, in our relationships, not letting other people offload that on us. Mm -hmm. It's set, setting boundaries, I think, in modern right. terms where, you know, everyone is on a mission to set boundaries and, as well. You should be. And having, not letting other people put their expectations on you is a good boundary to draw. Um, what about us putting our expectations on other human beings? Hmm. As a mom, that 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 one was a hard. It was hard for me to recognize. This is my expectation of my kids. I'm sure it's a tricky bit. I don't have any children, but I'm sure it's a tricky bit in, in the fact that it's the balance between being supportive and creating yeah. an expectation, creating Su that supporting, it, leading them and, and guiding them. Yeah, it, it's a in a lot of ways like for so long as a parent, you are the one in control. And these situations where you know I would find myself with these expectations was like rubbing against you know rubbing against the grain of my control. My experience when I work with these student athletes um, is that. You know, they're at that point in their life, you know, pre-teens, mid-teens, to late-teens, I guess, um, that they're not in control, right? They're mm -hmm. in that place in their life where they don't have a lot of control over their life. Yeah. And they're in a program that's intense, high performance, a lot of effort being uh, used to perform at a high level, a lot of money being spent by the parents. So this creates an immense amount of pressure on these student athletes to perform. Immense amount of expectations. Expectations, right? <laughs> like I gotta win this tournament, or I've got to do this, and if I don't do this, I'm gonna disappoint my parents or I've, my coach or my coach. Yeah. Or, and what I keep coming back to them and saying is like, what's the worst that can happen if you lose the match, mm -hmm. right? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't lost yet. Yeah, it's like, but there's yeah. all this anxiety that that creates, and so you wonder, does the parent create that expectation for them? We or, do. Or did yeah. they build it? Did the, the child itself, did they create that expectation? And it's probably a little bit of both. Yeah, I mean, as a parent of data point of three, um, we just, we, you know, I have two of my kids are athletes, and I see them wanting to get better at their sport mm -hmm. and it as a mom living in an area where people spend a lot of money on their kids sports there is this expectation that if you're going to get good then we're all in right and um yeah it, it's hard I, I, 
day. It's it's hard not to have that expectation of a high performing student athlete child because I mean even with I have a child playing in a U nine age bracket under nine age bracket highly competitive highly competitive these parents their parents are already looking at like D one yeah. like how am I going to get my kids to D one school right and I'm like these are second graders right. <laughs> like. Again, but that it's but that expectation is again passed down to what, the kids. What what are we you know that's a different conversation I mm-hmm. suppose. But we can tie it in and say, "Where's my rent card? I got one." Yeah, the rent card. We didn't bring the mobile <laughs> rent card. Um, again, you you are you feeding the child simply to put them on the toilet? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point of this yeah. exercise? You know, um, and that's difficult. So we think about that as 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 children. Um, as, as a mother, what about in relationships, like putting our expectations on other people? I know my experiences, I've been in relationships in the past where everything needs to be balanced and reciprocal, right? Like, you know. Give, take, equal. Right. And well, this one time I washed the dishes, so you should wash the dishes next time, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like this unwritten rule, yeah. and then somebody always gets upset about it, right? Because, well, this one time. And then it becomes an always or nothing. That's my favorite conversation when it becomes an argument. I always do this and you never do this. That always makes me laugh. Every time I've used that one, my husband comes back with the receipts. Yeah. <laughs> that never works for me. But I always say, if someone says always, I say, I wish I could be that consistent. Um, you know, I, it's so, I mean, these are people that, in a lot of cases, you live with. And it's hard not to have expectations when you're... You know the intimate details of this, this relate these people. I mean, even if it's like a friend group, like the expectation that one person is in charge of all the yeah, but the get together. Let, the, but letting them put that on you, yeah, that you, we have to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. And you can't you can't let them do that, and you can't do that to them. Yeah, I think the hard in this transition is helping others see you in the transformation like when you set these boundaries mm. um, and maybe this is you know another day when we're not distracted by all the coffee shop goers um, and you know how how to help those that you're in relationships with in a transformation when you when you've set a boundary uh, I mean that's a conversation about our own personal transformation first you know aware, mm. that, creating that awareness in ourselves like these things we talk about through all of these episodes all start inside of us yeah and you know as, as we as we continue on our journey the first our first inclination is to take the stuff that we instantly learned and apply it to somebody else <laughs> look what i got come join come right it's so great yes but if we're still kind of processing it and working with our own reassembly if you will mm-hmm. or reacclimation to ourselves how can we apply this to somebody else? And so we're not quite there yet. No, no. But yeah. we need to have that conversation about our own spiritual journey, um, and then how that causes some, how that impacts our relationships. Yeah. Very great. Yeah, that, we'll 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 bookmark that for another day. Um, go ahead. So from, you know, back to where it all begins, it's we think about as we start to create that ritual we talked about in our first episode 
when we show up with no expectations, we sit down just for the sake of sitting. Sit. And we sit for as long as we need to sit and then see what happens. It's not focusing on anything, not, not even at some point we stop focusing on our breathing, we just enjoy the sit. Mm -hmm. you'll, you'll really start to realize that it starts to overflow into other parts of your life. Yeah. And it starts to cut away at those, those histories that you have with yourself and with other people and it's like yeah, let me just open myself to the possibilities oh, just open up yeah I see living without expectations as a letting go process mm -hmm. and in that letting go there is a freedom yeah. a freedom to really enjoy and appreciate everything and you know that takes us to gratitude and then compassion compassion and um, forgiveness yeah it, it's all they're all intertwined they're you know it's not all right, step one, gratitude. Step two, it's a practice of all of these right. tools to... And I will say that there is, in freedom, there is complications that come with that as well. Mm. You know? It's like when you've been a caged bird for a long time <laughs> in this old thinking, in this mm -hmm. old mind, and you open yourself up and you really realize all of the things that are being provided to you and you're grateful to them and you you know you think you're you're a bird flying free in the sky and you want to experience the sky in its entirety mm -hmm. and it's impossible for a bird to fly the entire sky yeah but we want to do that when we first get out there and so i think give yourself that space to take that time using these tools that we talked about like jen said compassion gratitude forgiveness focusing on those parts yeah. and see if that can help unlock that for you and yeah that those first moments inside of like playing with no expectations uh, they start small always you know, yeah like, um, and then enjoy enjoy that because it's gonna be uneasy Mm -hmm. It is going to be like, whoa, this is weird. What do you mean I don't have to have my come? I don't have to game plan this whole thing out down to like yeah. the minute. Let me just see what happens. Just see what happens. Just showing up and see what happens. I think that's the easiest yeah. and the best way to start small is if you can identify where you are putting your expectations on yourself or other people, and then just say, what what's going to happen when I let go of this this end result, and then just go. It sounds easy. It takes work takes work all of this takes work so i think we're gonna wrap up from here from a breezy coffee shop <laughs> morning um thanks for listening to us and enjoying uh enjoy having you here we've had fun with our journey with no expectations uh, make sure you check out our website noexpectations.me we've got jen and i've been blogging away up there all sorts of good information there make sure you follow us on social insta is what no expectations the podcast yeah i think we're on the facebook as well the facebook yeah reach out um we'd love to hear from you if you want to reach out and um you know let us know what you think of the podcast so far we've been doing this for two months now so yeah with no expectations no expectations and uh, we've been enjoying it if... yeah yeah yep.